But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. 1 Peter 2, 9-10. through 10. Welcome to Cut to the Chase. It's all about grace, you guys. I don't know what time it is over there, but whatever time you're tuning in, welcome. Thanks for listening. We got some awesome stuff to unpack today here. Today's actually my spiritual birthday, celebrating six years of knowing Jesus, but really walking with Him more intentionally in the last year or so. So today with that verse, though, that I just brought up, there's a lot to talk about with that. Can you remember a time that you were not getting picked for something, you felt left out, you felt abandoned, discarded, or altogether worthless? Today, I want to share with you parts of this verse that I just shared with you guys and unpack a little bit about what it means. This is something the Lord has recently been drawing to my attention. First of all, you are a chosen race. It doesn't matter your skin, your ethnicity, your background, your education, your intellect, your abilities or disabilities. You are chosen according to God's word, his breathed, God-breathed word. Number two, you are a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. Colossians 3.3 talks about for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When you're part of royalty, that's passed down to you through a bloodline. And you might ask, well, how can that be? Like if you're not a Christian, you know, how can that be that you're like how, you know, Christians talk about in a lot of churches, they'll say, oh, you're a dirty, rotten sinner. And it's saying in this verse right here, we're part of a royal priesthood and a holy nation. The interesting thing is there's a lot to unpack there as far as answering questions that come along with that, that technically we are not our own. We were bought with a price, but Our holiness, it doesn't come from us, it comes from Him who saved us, Him who died for us, and who rose again. And But technically, in the verse that talks about, but you died with Christ and you rose with Him as well. We died with Him in spirit. So, spiritually speaking, we're plunged, when we rose again with Him spiritually... We were plunged into his spiritual royalty, his line. So we are also, it continues on to say, we're a people for his own possession. And this is something that has really grabbed me, is we're we're people for his own possession. Different versions say it differently, but... This version, I really like it. I think it's ESV, and it's saying we're his own possession. We're his. And in Romans, if you hop over to Romans, and in Romans 8, 
Uh, there's some verses further into 31, 32, 35, 37, 38, and I'm just going to read those real quick. What are we then to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He did not even spare his own son, but offered him up for us all. How will he who not also with him grant us everything? Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So no matter where you stand with this today, in your walk with the Lord, if you are a believer... Nothing will separate you from his love. Nothing. It literally says in every part of that verse, I'm going to read it one more, 38 through 39. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither what? Neither death, neither life, neither angels, nor rulers, nor things present right now in your life, nor things to come right now in your life, nor powers in your life nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing that it could include people will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's a promise. That's a strong statement, you guys. So, the next part of this verse talks about so we have the identity, we have the labels that God gives us here. Throw off all other labels that you've received in your past. Those are not true. All the the feeling abandoned, feeling left out, like that's not who you are. You are not alone. You are chosen and you're a people for his own possession. Now, the exciting thing about this is it says that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. It's very personal. You know, all of us like to share. We're kind of designed in our hardware to share about good things that we've experienced. Or, and God really wants us to share in our own unique way. For me, for example, he's called me to share through this podcast. For you, it might be leading a small group, or maybe he hasn't called you to lead a small group, but maybe it's to love on somebody that you know may be considered in society lesser than, maybe has a disability or something. All of us are called to do things like these, and God really just wants us to all love each other with the truth and build each other up in what is true. And encourage each other in these things so just know you have that power you have the royalty you're part of a chosen people you're part of a set-apart nation if you are in Christ if you've received Jesus into your heart and the only way that you do that is by saying God I am a sinner I have 
not lived up to a standard, but I know that you've set, but you have lived up to that standard, and you've offered this as a free gift for me, and I just want to live life with you. I want to receive your grace and your freedom and your life and understand more about how whole I am in you now as a new creation, and there's so many different things you can pray as a Christian as well, just if you feel lost or concerned about where you are with your identity, pray this kind of scripture over yourself. Ask the Lord to reveal it to you, that it's true. Because sometimes we read these things and we just, we're like, okay, so a royal priesthood, or like, I'm, you know, I'm a middle-class citizen. I just live in a house in a neighborhood with people. Like, I'm not royalty. I don't know why God says that. You know, it's whatever, you know. Like, there's a lot of things we can think about that that are not true, you know. And, uh, like, but what is true, of course, is, you know, you live in the middle-class neighborhood or whatever. Or maybe you do live in an upper-class neighborhood. But it doesn't matter, again, your status, your intellect, your abilities or disabilities. God has said this flat out, doesn't matter where you live or what you do, that in Christ, once you've received him into your heart by grace through faith, this is who we are as a new creation. We are chosen. So we are called and motivated. He likes to build us up with these labels because this is, it's not to just butter us up to go do what he wants us to do it's like no like this is because you have you you have this association with me so he's saying like i have brought you into my family i have great things for you and you need to grab a hold of this truth grab a hold of what he says about you to be able to walk in proclaiming What's good about these things? Uh, proclaiming the excellencies of him who has called you out of that darkness of not knowing who you were maybe before salvation, like all, all of us that know him, and then into his marvelous light. And, you know, when you turn on light, where there's light, you can see, right? So if there's any kind of thing you're hiding, you feel like you're hiding from God or hiding from another person, you need to tell a trusted person, well, this is why we need community. We need to shed light onto the darkness. Bring the thing that you feel like you're hiding in the darkness. God says darkness is not dark to him. So you guys, he can see through the thing that you're hiding. He can see it. And he's not angry with you. God is not angry with you. He wants you to bring it into the light so he can take your hand as a loving father. And I don't know, some of us have difficult father figures. I had a really um, encouraging father growing up in a lot of ways. Uh, he wasn't a Christian, though, for a portion of my childhood. He did read to me the Bible so that I knew God was somebody who felt things and experienced things, but I struggled in certain ways as well but some people I know have difficult father figures but you have to know like God is not like our earthly father figures whether you have a great one or whether you have a one that you've experienced a lot of difficulties with or maybe some of both you need to know our father is a perfect father 
He does not make any mistakes. He takes our hand. He reminds us who we are in him. And he empowers us. And in, back to that Romans verse that I was talking about earlier, Romans 8 verse 37. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So you can stop worrying about how to make him love you. As much as, instead, try to operate, I invite you to operate out of this thinking. Test it out. This is what I invite you to operate out of. Operate out of, wow, he loves me. I'm more than a conqueror. What do you want me to do with that knowledge, God? What? How do you want me to love people today? What am I believing that's a lie that doesn't align with this truth? What's holding me back from this truth? Because it's true. And I'm choosing to let lies hold me back. But you don't have to do that anymore. You can say, no, this is what my God says. This is true. And then the last part of this verse the couple verses here, this in First Peter that I just shared at the beginning with you guys. I just want to touch on these real quick before we wrap up. But you are now, you are now, it says, but now you are God's people. Once you were not a people, but now. I love that it says, but now. Because it's like, oh, when you hear the but, <laughs> good news is going to follow that. It says, but now you are God's people. So if you forget that, this is a good reminder right here to write down on a sticky note, slap it somewhere, memorize it if you feel led to, you know. Honestly, the Lord does call us to memorize and just, because we forget, you know. And so if we have it closer to our heart, if we're renewing our minds, it just helps it be more on our minds. That's why we memorize it. So that way we remember God's truth is true whether we remember it all the time or not. So this is just God invites us to take part in embracing it just so that way we are more sensitive to his voice and we can hear what he wants us to do um, and what he's calling us with. So the last part of the verse says, but once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So if you also, if you feel like you've done a sin recently or in the past, maybe not as recently, and you've just been holding on to this, I can't forgive myself, like this was so tough. I first of all want you to know, you're not the only one who struggled with that. I definitely have struggled with that. And you have to know too though, it's it can be prideful to stay in this state of saying, well, I just can't forgive myself. Like I just, uh, like, it's really important to forgive yourself because then you're able to not be hindering yourself with being blind with what's what you believe that isn't true about yourself. And God, because God says right here, you have received mercy. If you've received mercy from God, if God could give you mercy, who are you to not give yourself mercy? If God has given you mercy, which he has in Christ, like you as a new creation, you have received his mercy. And again, I want to wrap this up. I know I kind of started dipping into the gospel partway through this. But the very last thing, don't know Jesus, 
you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead and you will be saved. Boom, right there for you. He loves you. He wants the relationship with you. If you're in relationship with him already, be encouraged, my friend. Be encouraged, brother, sister, whoever you are. You are valuable. You are loved. You are a chosen race. You are in the palm of his hand. You're in his hand. You're his own possession. You are God's people. And today you can know perfect love casts out fear. Do not be afraid to do what he has called you to do. Ask him to lead you today and he'll make all the rest fall into place that you need today. Love you guys. Have a great day and until next time.